you want to make it sound unattainable, but you also want to have steps to how to attain those goals. And that's what you're going to outline with your team. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we help you unlock your potential freedom through land investing, real estate investing, and entrepreneurship. Hi, everyone. This is episode 115 of the Real Estate Investing Podcast, discussing personal and business goal setting for 2023. I'm your host, Ron Apke, and I'll be alone for this episode. Before we get into the show, let's go over a question from our Discord community. The question is from Jeff. I've been sitting on a piece of land that I haven't been able to sell for about 10 months. If I hold this past a year and then sell it, will I be taxed as long-term capital gains? And this is a really, really good question, Jeff. So as you get, you're going to eventually buy land. If you've been doing this long enough, you're going to buy land that maybe doesn't sell as quickly as you anticipated, and you might have it past a year. So long-term capital gains, the IRS looks at this as a lot of things are. So if you hold a stock for 13 months and then sell it after 13 months, that's going to typically be long-term capital gains, which is far less tax than if you sold it after six months, then it's going to be taxed based on income if you made a profit. Um, with land and land flipping, and again, I'm not a CPA or anything like that. I've had discussions with my CPA. I've talked to a lot of CPAs about this in particular. But if you go into that land deal with the purpose, with the intention of flipping the land, then it is going to be taxed like income. Whether you hold it for uh, 10 months and you sell it today, or you hold it for another three years, that's not going to be taxed as long-term capital gains. Again, the long-term capital gains might be 20%, while income might be 35, 40, whatever it is. But unfortunately, that's not the situation from what how I understand it from the conversations I've had with my CPAs. Again, please, please, if you want to learn more about this or know more about this, um, discuss it with your CPA for sure. But as far as my understanding with it is, if you go into it, the IRS views the intent. So if you go into it with the intent to flip the land, then that is going to be automatically taxed as income whenever you sell it. But other than that, guys, let's get into the show. So like I said, we're going to be talking about personal and business goal setting for 2023. And I didn't want to do this episode. Obviously, I'm by myself and I think Daniel will have a ton of input and we could probably talk about this in our future episode with Daniel. But I wanted to do this episode because I think people get these two intertwined too much sometimes when there is you should have business goals and you should have personal goals and they shouldn't really overlap all too much in my opinion. Uh, so let's get started just with the importance of goal setting as a whole. Um, one thing that I do, so obviously as we go through and as we're getting close to 2023 right now, when I'm recording this, it's actually Christmas, it's December 25th. And when I'm uh, goal setting for 2023, I'm putting my goals uh, for 2023, the whole 2023. And then I'm breaking those down into quarterly things and even monthly things a lot of times. So I want to know what I need to do in January, February, March, April, and so on to meet that yearly goal. And I'm going to set these goals really, really high. I don't want them to be unattainable, but right now in December, they should sound unattainable for 12 months from now because it's like crazy, like how much you can get done in 365 days. And when I look at my goals that I set last year, I think I set them a little too low, to be honest with you. I didn't hit every single goal. Um, I missed one or two of my of one of my top line goals. But at the end of the day, I still think I might have underset to be 100% transparent with you guys. Another important thing with goal setting, as you can imagine, is it motivates you. 
So when you're looking and you're in whatever, February, and you're already a quarter of the way done with a goal, not saying that's a good thing. And that's not how it should be because it should push you a little more, but that can motivate you like, wow, I'm killing it. Or if you're behind, like, let's say you're at 33% of your goal in June, you're like, I I really got to pick it up these next six months to make this happen. Um, And that's one of the biggest things. Like I'm constantly reviewing my goals, not necessarily weekly, but I think bi-weekly, I'll kind of look over my goals for the year, for the quarter, and then kind of evaluate, like, am I doing the right stuff to get here? Do I need to turn it up a notch? Do I need to change my strategy with something? Um, But uh, I I don't know. I just think so many people go into goal setting just like a million dollars in revenue, and they don't have any reasoning behind it. They just kind of start throwing numbers out there and think it's going to happen without any action. And that's the biggest thing I want to get into is if you don't have inputs, so I look at a goal as an output. So that's the output. That's what you, the result you get, essentially. It's something that you can measure at the end of the year, at the end of the quarter, whatever you're doing. And that is the output. The inputs are going to are gonna determine that 100 out of 100 times. Obviously, there's outliers and stuff that can happen. But I know in my business, if I want to make whatever it is, an X amount of dollars. I know the amount of mail I need to send. I know the amount of people I need to hire. And it's just executing those inputs essentially and making that happen. So it's really, and that's what you want to break it down into with each goal. Like each goal is your output. I want to do X dollars. Um, I want to do X deals. Like, all right, these are my outputs. Let's work backwards to that and find out what these inputs need to be over the next three months, six months, nine months to hit my goals for the next 12 months. But let's get into the actual business goals. So I was just talking pretty broadly right in, right there about the importance of setting goals. So let's get into the business goals and we'll get into personal goals as well. Because I do think, like I said, I do think these have quite a, they're very different. All right. So business goals. So these are goals that it's not just you doing it. Unless you're a solopreneur, solopreneur, I think that's how you say it. Um and you don't have a team around, you don't have a business partner, whatever it is, this is a shared, these are shared goals with your team. We just did our goals set or our goal meeting with our team over the last two weeks or so. And we had individual meetings with each person, but we also had a team meeting. Like here's what we did in 2022. Here's our goals. Here's what we hit. Here's what we didn't hit. Here's our 2023 goals. And then what we did, we broke down each goal into each individual person. Like, all right, uh, our transaction coordinator, you're going to have a huge uh, effect on this goal. Uh, Salesperson, huge effect on this goal. And a lot of them overlap. So a salesperson and transaction coordinator can have huge effects on two goals, whether it's our revenue goal, whether it's our amount of deals, whatever it is. And then we kind of break it down. So each one of them, they don't have, they don't have, uh, they don't contribute to every single goal, each person, but a lot of them do overlap and they can see how that works. And it really gives that team vibe, I think. So that's a huge part of the business thing. And you want to make it sound unattainable. Like I said, for the first part, these you're, you're, you want to make it sound unattainable, but you also want to have steps to how to attain those goals. And that's what you're going to outline with your team. And again, if this is just yourself, it should be just about that LOC, that business So if you're doing land flipping for obviously this is kind of what we're talking about. If you're doing land flipping and it's just you, like this is your business, you started it maybe six months ago, you haven't expanded a team. That's fine. That's great. You're in a really good spot. So for 2023, keep those business goals around your business. 
treat it like a business, not like it's you personally, because hopefully you want to grow this past just yourself. So treat it like a business just like that and write it out and don't have it overlap with your personal goals. But let's get into personal goals a little bit, because I think this is a really important thing that sometimes people just get so, it just overlaps so much with the business goals. So the way I look at personal goals, and these are completely separate from my business goals, they are. Uh, so I'm going to have relationship goals, I'm going to have mind and body goals, and then I'm going to have financial goals. And I said financial last for a reason, because a lot of the business things, if I'm hitting the things in business, my financial stuff's going to take care of itself, but that still is a personal goal. And I'm going to do other business things, whether it's buying real estate, whatever it is outside of uh, my land flipping business, outside of my other businesses that I have. But with relationships, mind and body, those are the things that people, I think, just look past. I don't think nowadays they do as much as they used to, but where you could just be head down, just working, 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 and you don't care about take care of these other things. And it's going to eventually break you down, whether it's your relationships or your mind, your body. And that's something I've been really focusing on in 2023. I'm really trying to even increase that more. So mind, body relationships. I think those three things are going to help that financial side so much more. But, uh, that's how I do it. I'm not going to get into my personal as far as what I personally have. Financial is a huge part of it. Taking care of myself, my health, uh, my relationships with my kids, with my wife, all that stuff drives everything in my life. Um, and that's what makes me the happiest. Like I don't want to just be a successful entrepreneur. It's everything combined. And that's when you kind of can look at it like it's combined with business and personal. But um to wrap this up, guys, I don't have a ton more, like just the importance of it, just as you're going into the past the holidays, into the new year, set it and break it down. So break down where you want to be 12 months from then, break it down into quarters, what you have to do. And it, you need to have those inputs. Like you cannot just say, let's break it down to like, let's say you want to buy an apartment building or something, a quad, a fourplex, whatever it's called by the end of the year. Like that's very attainable, but that's only a when you break it down, like closing on that document, closing on that quad is going to be a one day thing. What happens before then to get that deal? Because you don't want to just buy any property, obviously. So maybe you evaluate five deals every single day, whatever it is, three deals every day. Maybe you're trying to buy an off market property. You want to send a hundred letters uh, every single day for that quad. So that's how you got to break it down. And then by December, you do something like that. You'll probably have a quad way before then, without a doubt in my mind if you have the finances, everything like that, but you got to break it down. Like your end of the year goals, if it's just one thing, like let's say it's buy your first or buy a half a million dollar land property that's worth a million dollars. Like, yeah, that's only one day of signing the paper, but that is a lot of work on the front end to get to that uh, output. So think through that. Like we have another week uh, in the year. If you guys are listening to this when this was released, if not, there's still, you can goal set any time in the year. Like I will adjust my goals at times if something, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm surpassing them like too fast. I'm like, this isn't going to push me enough. I need to adjust these goals. That's a very normal thing to do. So just think about these, that, that, that these next couple of weeks and take some action, get ready, get those inputs ready. Don't overdo it in January. Like we see everyone, all the gym rats in January who fall off in February. Let's be consistent this year, get those inputs and your goals are going to be hit by the end of the next year without a doubt. If you are consistent with your actions. Other than that, thank you so much for joining. If you've got any value from this episode 
or any other episodes, please, please, please re- leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow, really helps us reach other entrepreneurs as well. Other than that, thank you for joining and we'll see you next episode.